Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the first ever fully recorded Korean movie review after dark. Every other one has either been accidentally deleted or we forgot to turn off the microphone. So welcome. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's never been a single released after dark because of those technical <laughs> reasons. Um, but we're here with Greg Smith. Hey, what's up? And the after dark is all about us just talking about whatever and uh, hopefully kind of being on topic. So, Greg, you said you saw Fabricated City. I did see Fabricated City <coughs> at the CGV Cinemas in Koreatown, Los Angeles, California, USA, <laughs> the world. Nine zero did you, zero did you see that um, alone, or did you say it with... Oh, I saw it solo, baby. Nice. nice. Do you like solo going to the movie alone? I like going to the movies alone. Me too. I really love it. Yeah. I hate the stigma of when people are like, oh, I don't, I don't like see this movie either. alone. It's like, well, we're not going to talk anyway. I yeah. remember talking to this Filipino girl that I went to high school with, and she asked me if I went to the movies alone uh, as if I was an alcoholic. <laughs> and oh, I, am. Go, no, I am. No, I am, but, but uh, it was a loaded question. Sure, yeah. She like, and do that on me on AIM. Actually, and Fred and I have gone to a movie and not sat together. Oh, like, that's interesting. Because he, you know, oh, I don't want to sit that close, and I did. And it's like, fine, yeah, we could talk about it after. Sure. Well, or... you had bed bugs at the time, so. <laughs> you why. had walking bed that's bugs? That's yeah. You're the first case of that, I well, think. Well, actually, I didn't need to walk. They would just go under my feet and just scoop me around. I could almost Oh, so you weren't them. moving. It was yeah, like them. Yeah. Did they, like, uh, take you to bed bug places that they wanted to go? No, they were pretty obedient. Or I don't want to call it friendship obedient. You know, it's That's more weird. considerate. It was symbiotic. Yeah. But the uh, Fabricated City, overall thoughts? I overall enjoyed Fabricated City, but I was very cognizant of how wonky it was. It was a very wonky, bizarre movie where, like, every 10 minutes. It felt like a completely different movie. I hated that movie so much for that reason. Yeah. I, I loved it. I get it. that. It's it's a lot of things, but mm -hmm. I think, let's take it from like what it is at the beginning and where I kind of thought maybe it was about. It it's opens about with like gamer. a bonkers action sequence. So have you seen that movie with, um, uh, God, what is it? Not Russell Crowe. But Gerard Butler. Uh, Gerard Garbage? Butler. Gamer. I kind of like the movie Gamer. Gamer. I like Neville Dean Taylor. Gamer really wears on you, though. Yes, it's, it's an it's, assault. It is a. It should be a fifteen-minute short. Yeah. Or a twenty-minute short, and it could tell that story well. Oh, that's ah, that scene with Michael C. Williams dancing. Ooh, that's good. That's good stuff. Michael release, C. Williams. Release he's the villain. That as a short. Yeah, he's great. Wait, Michael K. No, C. Or er, wait, Hall? I'm sorry. Yes, Michael C. Hall. I put to ah, critically acclaimed prestige films. Oh, he's great in it. But I feel like. It, it could have fallen in the pit trap of that movie or of any, but then it doesn't because it just keeps changing. Yeah. And uh, I, I think for that reason it kept my interest and I felt like it was, um, <laughs> it was, <laughs> we're laughing because I'm trying to get Fred to a better position. He's good in the cut. He's good in the cut. It's um, so a callback. Cut back. But yeah, I, I just think it, a lot of American movies come out that just are so boring. Yeah. But seem like cool genre movies, but then end up being boring. Yeah. And this was a movie that was just a cool genre movie of many kinds. It was. And was exciting, so I really appreciated that. And what I think for me... Uh, what I think for others. What I think I for others, <laughs> as, a naturally, uh, as a natural empath, what I think 
centered it and kept it from just like floating into the atmosphere where it was no movie. Uh, I really cared about the main character a lot. I wanted to see him get through this circumstance, get through this predicament. A fractured city? Fragmented. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to see him succeed. I wanted to see him win at the yeah, end. Yeah, and why? What do you mean why? He used to be he a champion. Dead. Yeah, and he was wrongfully accused, and... He was basically yeah, Ronda Rousey. Why did he hit that guy's guts? Um, no good reason. <laughs> just makes just sense. Like it actually makes more sense than anything else. It's fair. Uh, Sometimes you just don't like... Don't they say you make up your mind about someone within, like, the first three seconds of meeting them? Yeah. Yeah, but they, those guys are assholes. So. Let's all say what our first impressions were of each other. Uh, this guy. This guy. I was like, this guy, when I saw Fred. You said this guy. Yeah. Hey. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's sweet. Yeah. And then I saw you, Greg, and I thought, this guy. You, yeah. So it was the same. Yeah. So now you go. I feel like both of yours were... Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, neither yeah. of you took my question seriously, if I'm going to be real. I feel like you both... It's uh, hard. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly remember either. I feel like the first time I met you was seeing you do rap, a, a rap on stage. And I thought, oh, that's cool. What do you rap? A birthday present or was it a Christmas present? It was... I didn't want to ask... I didn't want to presume what holiday he yeah, celebrated. It was you couldn't tell by the rap shrink. No, it was just like a nice, classy pattern. It wasn't holiday specific. Okay. Um, yeah, no, you, you don't really like realize that you like somebody until uh, maybe the next day. If you're yeah. if you're an improviser, yeah, and you're seeing somebody for the first time that you've heard of. Ah. I think. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've talked plenty, Greg. I still don't know if I like you. That's okay. We've got our whole lives ahead of us. Yeah, that's why I expect us to fully explore this more. Mm-hmm. This I won't agree. be the last podcast. Oh, please. That's a breakaway bottle, by the way. Yeah. So, so when I break this... No, I don't think that's correct, and I feel unsafe. <laughs> the fact that you didn't feel unsafe once you walked in here is more disturbing to your character. But either way... That wasn't my... No, my first impression when I walked in was like, oh, cool stuff. Nice. Oh cool man, you should, seen, you should have seen this apartment two weeks ago. What was that? What was up two weeks ago? It two people were living in it, and now two lovely people live in it. Mm. <laughs> Did you just move here? Uh, no, I've been living here. With, I lived here with someone else, and then my girlfriend. Oh, and, uh, gotcha. My lovely girlfriend. Yes, I just met her. For the She's first enough time. lovely to to turn make my him clean beast up into something mm-hmm. presentable. Mm-hmm. To turn his beast into a burden, maybe. Ooh. I'll Can I take be... what you just said and try and make it about JSA a little mm-hmm. bit? You said this thing about... What? L- What's uh, that? What JSA? Is that? The movie we just watched? I don't know. We watched a movie? He we watched a f- film called Joint Security Area or JSA together just now. Why don't you let the uh, joint, joint security in area. a little bit on what we just watched? Uh, can I just say Joint Security Area isn't the... Um, little locked uh, Super Mario Brothers lunchbox I keep my weed in. Joint security Security. area. Area. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Super Mario threw me off. Yeah. (laughs) That specific threw me off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a bottle cap? Alright. But go on. Uh, 
the idea of love transforming us from our beastly, uh, primal nature. Do you think the soldiers in that film loved each other, either in a platonic or even in a romantic Oh, yeah, no, 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 they love each other. I think so, too. Yeah. I think they kind of wanted to, like, kiss and fuck each other. It was, it was, uh, there were a lot of phallic, there was a lot of phallic imagery in that. Yeah, you definitely got Like, there was some point, I don't remember what the item was, but this dude was holding it like this, and the camera's pointing it, like, yeah. And even that scene up top where they're like pointing guns in each other's faces and the guy brings out his bigger one and he's like, have you ever killed a man? Now, my is, my there, is there any yeah. chance that we can like tell a like platonic male-male love story without, without saying they like dick love? stuff? Because I have not. And I've taken classes <laughs> oh, like no. on Hitchcock and shit. Tango and Cash. The movie is called Tango and Cash. I've never seen it. It's uh, <laughs> and and it is it? because of that one of my favorite movies, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone and Russell, and yeah, Kurt Russell. And there's even a point where they they're two badass cops. One's super rogue, one's super by the book. But Love they it. Both, Classic. They both kill it. They both. Get, who's who's by the book? I th- uh, Sylvester Stallone. Love it. Kurt Russell's a nasty of course, boy. Of course he is. And I think they both get framed, but they're. They both hate each other because they're both so awesome. And then they both get framed, go to the same badass jail of everyone they've ever arrested. Oh, that's and they great. have a, a shower scene together where they're just, they talk shit to each other the entire movie. Just like, yeah, it looks like it's a little cold for you. Oh, yeah, you would be looking. I'm only looking because you, you know, it just keeps going back and forth. And uh, that's great. that movie is very just two guys who it's like you guys belong together not in a sexual way you just like mm-hmm. you need to be two so dudes there's, there's no phallic imagery there's no well it no. sounds like they're uh, ripping they, each other's well, yeah doingos. when they shower they're like you know they they attack each other's manhood there are things that I guess there are things to it you could call homosexual or homoerotic I don't think that's fair to call them that but I think you know for the sake of what we're talking about yes Kind of, if you really want to put on your film student hat, uh, yeah, any Mine's action movie finished. with a man is inherently homoerotic and phallic because a man holds a gun and a gun is a dick. It's a way of a man to say, I'm uh, coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, right? It's so simple, what is that, a sign? It's so simple that it's yeah. really, uh, it's, it's offensive. Semiotics, I read a lot of articles about semiotics for film theory classes. I have no idea what it is to this day. It's just the study of signs. Yeah. It's pretty much like if you see a movie and the guy's wearing a white hat, then you know that he's, he's a, a good, guy. good guy. Yeah. Somebody's wearing a black hat, he's he's a bad guy. Which, to, I, to put it most simply. The yeah. worst semiotics, is. too, is like what we've uh, done with race in movies yep. and TV. Was race. I don't see it. Good for you, man. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. One, one <laughs> He's tipping his hat, by the way. My white hat is white. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a white power hat. We should say that. Mm. We need to tell him what that means because he doesn't see race. Well, there's a bunch of white ants. <sighs> yeah, that's crawling, just a of white Crawling ants. on it, so we might say it's white hat. Um, but I think, what do you think about when you have to write and you do know there are what we might call tropes or the semiotics of, you know, uh, race when it comes to like let's say a criminal and if you know there's a black guy coming towards you in a script or a movie or tv show 
in a certain way, you just assume it's either going to be that guy's attacking the person or it's a fake out to at least make you think they were going to attack them. And you know that's kind of the shorthand that you use and you see it all the time. And you Did know you see that, Logan? Yes. Logan, the first scene of that is he's attacked by a bunch of like cholos, right? Yeah. I, I, that's that in a nutshell, I think. The yeah. moment we saw... The, the dumbest cholos. But I think that that movie could have used just like one more rewrite. I, uh, I actually agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. And if you just like brought in just a, a crowd, if you spent like 10,000 bucks on like bringing in like three more writers, yeah. just it would have been a perfect movie. I would have knocked it out of the park. You would have nutted. No, you would have nutted. <laughs> Definitely, but that's not a bad thing. And you they would have hired you to do the job. rewrite, and you would have sat down, opened up Final Draft, and just immediately nutted everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you would have been on Trump's watch list. Uh, I don't use Final Draft. I use Rider Duet, because that's free. Oh. I was making fun of that person. What about Caltex? Uh, Excuse me. God, you mean, you mean uh, has problems all the time? Uh, but anyways, Nailed it. Roasted. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> if you have a right room that's only just white people. Yeah. No, but uh, I think it could have, but it's still better there. than what any Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Oh, boy. Maybe not three of them. Which three? Like Guardians of the Galaxy? Avengers? Uh, Wait, they Gar- made a Guardians of the Galaxy? Number two is... No! No! <laughs> Fred, keep it down, please. I like it. I'm, I'm into it. But, uh... The guy who's surprised at, like, the most universal things. Is it's that based on a real person, too. It's funny. Um, no, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, I, I could say, uh, uh... Deadpool and maybe one other I'm not thinking of. Not I loved, um... Though. I loved Days of Future Past, X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's That's probably movie. my favorite X-Men movie. That one's very good. Me say days But that's not, uh... Me say days of Come, wait, Mr. Xavier, wait. travel back through time. They like, call me, we want a future past. Tell me, sister, I need a... Daylight Wait. coming. We want a future, future past. Now, yeah. I, I lost it. But, uh, we had that harmony for a bit. That was fun. It wasn't bad. Um, I wanted to go back to that question of when you're writing, you know, yeah. how hard is it to you know, know you need to make your point quickly and avoid those shorthands that are dangerous, really, yeah. and like aren't helpful and you're aware of. Well, and when do you use them and when do you not? When you're writing, do you indicate the characters like race when you introduce them? Um, not usually. Me neither. So I think I would just write like if I was writing that opening scene for Logan, it'd be like Logan's fixing his old car. He's cool and and rugged and he's got a dope beard. Four uh, tough looking guys, maybe all caps, tough looking guys. Or but do you have to do you have to go the extra not, step? But they're tough looking guys, isn't it? They were a gang. They had specific purposes. So. That's true. Listen, so I've, say, I've, gang, I'll look. tell you right now. I've been I've been a tough looking guy, and I've you are only very ever hung out with other tough looking guys that are the same race as me. So. Really? No, no. That is that's really. That is really. That is really. Yeah, that is really. I've I've only ever affiliated with. I will never. Hang out with another tough looking black guy. 
What do you what do you and your what do you and your tough bros do? Uh, we usually try to jack twenty uh, four inch rims. Uh huh. From a uh, stuff. From a Lincoln. Uh huh. Just a idle Lincoln. Idle Lincoln. Yeah, it's my those, favorite Outcast album. I don't know. That's not a joke. No, that, that's uh, that's a. Are you kidding me? Sister. This whole bit has not been a joke. <laughs> in uh, Ida Lincoln, she was sitting next to him when he got shot in the head. He she said, "Oh, <laughs> everyone's a critic." And then she flew away <laughs> yeah. on her broomstick. She was a witch. She was literally a witch. Uh, but I think that kind of ends the. <laughs> nah, there, there's a lot more. There is. I have an earnest question, if that's okay. Uh, When you guys watch movies, do you watch the filmmaking craft, or do you just try and be emotionally engaged? Do you try and do both? Usually, um, I try to go in just having fun. Oh, cool. Unless, like, and let's say the theater experience, because I love the theater experience. Me too, it's my favorite. What? I'll watch any movie. Like, if I could, I'd watch every movie in the theater, even the bad ones. Yeah, me too. And I would love them more because of that. But, like, let's say this movie, if we weren't watching it, and we were watching it for this podcast, why am I getting, if we weren't watching it for a reason, like, we're watching it for this podcast, but if I was watching it, you know, kind of, oh, I want to learn more about Korean cinema because I'm doing this podcast, I would probably be a little bit more focused in on it. Yeah. And not just enjoying it. Yeah. So, I think it depends. And sometimes I'm just watching movies for research, so I am thinking, but Mm -hmm. in the theater, just... For fun. That's I'm great. I'm just watching. <coughs> and really, it's not unless it's bad that you're thinking about it, I think. Yeah, that's the goal, anyway. And there was, like, it was a certain big amount into, like, 15 minutes into Logan before I thought I thought anything and was like, oh, shit, this is going really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That's cool. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous of that answer. For I, I feel like I can't help but watch it, seeing the code and constantly thinking about, oh the camera movements they're using and oh the score and the editing choices and shit like that. I yeah. can't turn it off. I mean, it goes down to like how much are you sticking on it? You know, don't stick on it and just be past it. I guess because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's some things, if you're really thinking about all the things you're thinking during a movie, Yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who really knows what you're thinking about during a movie? Other than you. Uh, I know you're always thinking about me during those movies. I but, am. That was my but, first impression. My first impression of you wasn't even after me- meeting you. I was watching just uh, Stargate on my own, and um, while I was watching that, I was thinking of you. My first impression was uh, Ace Ventura. Alrighty then. When I was about seven. I don't think that's Ace... I think... I don't think that's Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> is it not? No. Ace Ventura's like... Uh, uh, you can't handle the truth. That's right. That's Ace Ventura. Well, that's the After Dark. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, you know where to find all of us. So, anything you want to say, Fred? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> we just woke up, Fred. All right, Greg, what? anything you want to say? Uh, listen guys, it's a, it's a tough and crazy world out there. All we can do is have each other's backs, be there for each other, be kind to yourselves, be kind to each other. Down with dope, up with hope. We'll see you on the next time. Shut up and sit down.